What's up, everybody, and welcome to the Ride Share Rodeo Gig News and Interviews. I'm your host, Steve. Let's get it on. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to the Gig Worker App Rodeo Roundtable for drivers and gig workers and rideshare drivers and delivery alike and everything. How you doing? Look at these awesome people I got with me. I got Kim, Side Money Plans. I got Cheyenne, Gig Work Mama. I got Tom Kelly with, I, I always bill him with the two. So I get he's got Rideshare Podcast. He's got Trucker Podcast. So um, we'll figure out what's going on there. <laughs> you guys, I've been home for an hour. I I just went to uh, Truth or Consequences, New Mexico. And yes, that's a real town. Um, it's... Is that like a <laughs> drinking game too? <laughs> you know, what's weird is that it used to, I, I actually look, I mean, like I had, I had to look, I didn't know. Like it was called something and they actually renamed the town after a game show. Starting Bob Parker. Starting Bob Parker. I used to watch this show when I when I was young. Truth or Bob Parker, like pre. Uh, I, feel like I should know yeah. that. Yeah. I was all I, like in, I when I was, know kid, that I was too. all I didn't in know. game shows. Yeah. I was in. I was into it. I loved it. Did well, why did they it didn't even the happen town? there? Like why did they name the town? <laughs> because it was so popular. I mean, it, it, like a lot of game <laughs> shows, like, who wants to be a millionaire and others that go through this fad when they first start up, and everybody just like. Loves it, you know. What was the one with the briefcases? Oh, oh. um, um, uh, deal, like deal, or no deal. deal or no deal. Yeah. Okay. So when that first came up, like everybody in America couldn't could not not watch it. It was on five nights a week. Everybody went crazy, and six months later, it's like, yeah, forget it. Nobody's watching anymore. Turn it off. <laughs> and that's kind of the way Truth or Consequences was. You know, it was an honor to rename your town after Truth or Consequences, and then it was like all over after. You know, while the fad was over, I was like, I wonder if they've ever regretted that. Yeah, well, I'm looking at it. No I'm like, offense, I don't remember this. But the town didn't have a lot to offer. No. <laughs> I'm gonna say this out loud, man. Like, I mean, kudos to the people that live there. I mean, if you enjoy it, sweet. It scared me a little. <laughs> it's part of a radio show contest why they were able to change their name. There you go. <laughs> so. What? Yeah, and and yeah. If you guys want to Google it, you can Google your own pictures. I just did my job and got out of there. Um, so, but it was a long drive. Um, in fact, uh, I had mixed. I always put these out on on the community post, and I had mixed reviews. So I'll ask. I'll ask you guys. So everybody will have to don't follow each other's answers. But um, so Denver to Truth or Consequences. Um, it was I had eleven hundred, but it was ten eighty is what it was round trip. Um, I had that at 16 hours. I left at 2 p.m. Tuesday, got back this evening or just about an hour ago, but I did stop in Santa Fe last night. I had friends. I had dinner with an old bartender that I used to bartend with, spent the night at his house, got a free place to crash, got up in the morning, finished the drive. So in 48 hours, um, I took, uh, 1050 in pay for 1080 miles and, um, 
moving uh, 125 pounds of HVAC control boards. Kim, wow. like a thousand fifty. Wait, a thousand fifty, and how many miles? Thousand eighty. Who cares? It was two days. A thousand fifty. Yeah. Why not? Sure. I do. Kim's stumped here. <laughs> no, well, you know, I always feel like I have a different perspective. If it, if my life was free and clear, and I didn't have a kid and a husband, and I can just drop and go, I probably oh, like my, do it. Kim's like saying that my life is free and clear. I mean, I'm not saying that. One I'm just saying that my is life is totally not free dependent and clear. on me. Yeah. <laughs> I'm talking about myself. I'm saying <laughs> my life is free and clear. Was, was worthless, and I had nothing better to do in my entire life because I, I'm just kind of a bum and I lay around anyway. Yeah, I do it. <laughs> I mean, I understand. Here I am. I'm home. I'm going to get a good night's sleep tonight. But when I wake up tomorrow, Friday morning, um, and sometimes these happen on Mondays or whatever, but it, it started on a Tuesday afternoon too. So midweekish, And then starting off Friday, I've already got 1050. There you yeah. go. Did you and, have to pay for hotel rooms or anything like that? No, because well, I, I stayed with Tanner. I stayed with my friend. I, stayed I know, friend. but what happens if you didn't have a friend along the way? Then you have to so pay for sixty bucks. I mean, dude, in New Mexico, you could stay for twenty bucks in some sketchy towns, but okay, yeah, I need a little bit more luxury. <laughs> like, sure, the that. consequences. <laughs> <laughs> but there's like, I mean, if you had to, use, I mean, okay, let's say you had to drop eighty bucks because eighty bucks is going to get you like a roadside Hyatt place, so you're going to get something decent. Really, you guys hotel like, rooms really? are that cheap? Well, it's not. I mean, here in Colorado, no, but New Mexico is not known for like luxury. <laughs> <laughs> it's not, dude, I don't want to be picking on New Mexico because I actually had two people from there that I don't even know comment on that post. Oh wow! They're like, "Truth or consequences?" You'll like that, and they, they were telling me about a lake or something. I was like, "I'll just drop my package off and leave." Yeah, so. I'm not here to sightsee. <laughs> yeah, so even if let's say a hundred dollars, you had to drop on a hotel, right? Or I mean, I have to drop it on gas too. Let's say that I got oh my, let's say I have eight hundred bucks. Yeah, but gas for taxes. So okay, but I also don't forget Kim that I am writing off eleven hundred yeah. miles yeah, at no, sixty eight cents, and I know we shouldn't be doing our money that way, but of course I am when it's that many miles. Yeah, that's seven hundred bucks of write off. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I'm telling you, I'm I I don't pay I don't pay in when I do these these kind of long trips and Gig Geezer and I, and I think Tom might agree with this too. Like we we think of it like we have cars to use them. They're constantly devaluing no matter what little or lot you're doing. You might as well use oh, it. Oh, that I agree with vehicle. completely. So put the miles on it, get the money, make it. Yeah. I just, I, me personally, I don't, with where I'm at, like, I couldn't leave for two days and come back. Hmm. Well, yeah, I'm just Cheyenne sounds like she could. And she lives, I would have figured it out. Yeah, see, <laughs> <laughs> she'd have taken the kid even, like, yeah, you, well, if I could, <laughs> you can't <laughs> homeschool, it's fine. Yeah, I mean, yeah, no, I you can. can. You, you're <laughs> can just, yeah, but okay, if you were in a position where you could. If I your, could, I would. Your daughter's yeah. grown up. She's at college. Yeah. 
I would totally do it. I guess that's my point is like, I'm, you know, I guess some people don't like the long drives. I, I actually prefer them. I'd rather go make that money and just be on a, one job, have it locked in. And um, you guys, before we get into anything tonight, I did want to I, I want to play and I'm going to play a couple of these throughout because we've already got like I did a thing with Mike Karubi and we're asking everybody to record a 30 to 60 second video. Um. I can put the Dropbox link in and what it'll do, I want to show you guys this, how easy it is. Cause what'll happen is when you click the Dropbox link, you'll see this. And it's that simple. You're going to pick the file that you recorded a 30 to 60 second video. And I'll kind of show you and tell you what they need to be. But then it's just ask your name and your email and that's it. Upload. Um, and we're Mike Karubi is filing these per state to use to take to dc with his legislation showing that it's kind of a video version of all the people who write emails saying they want to be employees to congressmen we're, we're going to take video files like let me show you larry duncan is a friend of mine um he's lifting with larry he lives in bowling green kentucky and i'm going to show you like his right now and if everybody could do something like this now this one runs just a couple runs like a minute 10 but if everybody could do this um, and I got a couple others that show that it's easier. We'll play a couple th here and there, but um, throughout the show. But uh, yeah, let's take Hi, my name's Larry. I'm a gig worker from Bowling Green, Kentucky. I've been doing gig work for six and a half years now. I want to stay an independent contractor, not a W-2 employee. I like being able to multi-app. Bowling Green's small enough that even running uh, both rideshare apps and sometimes even a couple of food delivery apps, I still have downtime. If I had to stick to just one app, it wouldn't be feasible, it wouldn't be profitable enough to do here. Also, during the last year, my parents and some of my extended family have had a lot of medical problems. Being a gig worker and being able to work when I want to has allowed me to help take them on visits to the doctor, help stay with them at the hospital. And here recently, my wife had sh shoulder surgery. Uh, that happened in December. I've been having to drive her and pick her up from work. Ever since that time, I wouldn't be able to do that if I was a W-2 employee. So I definitely want to stay an independent contractor. So like I said, that's Larry's story. Now, I have like, um, the other ones are shorter. That was one minute. I told, I, I, what we're at, what Mike and I are trying to do is get people to do 30 to 60 second videos. And as I play a couple others tonight, as we go along, you'll see that they're so easy to make. Because you'll see other people aren't doing what Larry did. They're doing it their own way. The only thing that we're asking is keep it positive. Don't be like Uber sucks. So I want to be an independent contractor because, you know, keep it positive because right. that's the light it's going to be brought out in. And it was pointed out, Mike made a very good point where we are discussing this. He said, because if you don't make it positive, then the other side takes it, runs with it and says, oh, they want to be in place. Like if you're yelling, even though you want to be an IC and you're yelling about it and mad, they're going to view that as you want to be an employee. So it's very important that they stay positive, but he's going to take these in. So they have emails written to congressmen. They think that we, the people who want to be independent contractors don't exist. And to that, I say, you know, <laughs> well, you know, listen to some of the stories. I mean, we're going to show you a couple others too. Uh, you know, let me, I'll, I'll run one more before we even get started. Cause like there, were, let me see. So this is an independent, uh, there, this one's a little different, and then we'll get into it. Good afternoon. 
My name is David. I live in San Angelo, Texas. The nearest major metropolitan market is Dallas, Texas. I work in the gig economy. I am an independent contractor. There's a vote coming up in the near future that's going to decide whether I can do my job, which is an independent contractor. Some people want to be employees. They can get a job with an employer. That's not me. I enjoy what I'm doing. I enjoy the freedoms that I have as an owner. The equipment I have behind me, if you see, has my name on it. I drive down the road proud that my name is on a truck. I can work whenever I want, whatever time I want. I have a young son. I get to spend time with him. As you see, his name's on the truck too. When this vote comes up, I wish you to continue to protect my freedom to work when I want, where I want, and how I want. I thank you very much. You have a great day. So when Mike and I first thought of this idea and we started like tweaking with it and he was like, so what's going to happen? And I was telling him, he's like, this is genius. He's like, we've never seen this before. Nobody ever brings these into the congressional hearings. Like we, and they are powerful. I mean, if you listen to Larry's, like he, he makes a very specific case on why he in Bowling Green, Kentucky needs this. That guy just made a very specific case why he needs this. And it's his right to do it too. He's I mean, he in, in in that last video he pointed out, hey, look at my legal business. Look at this truck. I'm proud of it when it goes down the street. I mean, this is these are people who are under attack. So those who think that that we're not, well, it's it's to what level are we? But it's not. It's definitely not. We're not. <laughs> it's. <laughs> But I'm going to say hi to the chat here. Um, I know we haven't yet, so let me just quickly run through this. What's up, Traveler? Hey, Thomas Mathis. Uh, what's up, Kevin Hawthorne? Gagan, how you doing? Uh, Rick, how are you? Uh, I haven't seen you in a minute. Uh, Chris Taylor. Cardiffage. Um, Big Carl, how are you doing? Um, Pedro, what's up? Oh, Pedro will be making his tomorrow. Oh, good job, man. Thank you. Um yeah, again, guys, listen, this is not just for Pedro or for Kim or for Cheyenne or Tom to do these. I mean, I want all of them to do it, too. But I would like to see any of you do it. Even we had we were asked, would an audio uh, recording be OK? Yeah, it's fine. Here, here's how we thought the only things that really needed to be included, because there's really no format to it. Keep it positive. Your first name only and the city you work in. I'm Steve. I work in the Denver market. Now, why I want to stay an independent contractor or what the perks are to me or what the benefits are, you know, I don't know. I mean, we haven't even done really anything and they're already coming in. So I dropped the link in there to the Dropbox. That's all you do is click that. You don't need to log into Dropbox. You just click it. And um, here, I'll pin it to the top. There. So all you do is click that link. If you make a 30 to 60 second video, it's actually going to be very powerful for us because each state has like three to 700 um, emails to congressmen about how they want to be employees or they can't, you know, I, I'll i throw a grenade in this whole thing. I don't care. I just want to do um, 
Jessica, I did mine last week. Uh, yeah, you know what, Jessica? I hope I hope it's okay because I have yours in the five. I wanted to play one of I wanted to play yours tonight. Um, that's Jessica from Ohio, right? So if you can give me a thumbs up, Jessica, that it's okay to play it, I'm gonna because I liked yours too, and it showed another way of doing it. Um, so everybody, thank you for doing what you've done so far. But I mean, like just us talking and really not putting it out there yet made that happen so if i can convince kim and Joanna and tom and pedro and other people to kind of even just get that buzz out there a little bit like hey it can't hurt it can't hurt there's everybody's you know i know a lot of people have said i don't want to write my congressman i've never written my con i'm not gonna ever write a congressman okay i get all that so we came up with this different thing and if you actually do gig work you should be able to do this right Right, Kim? Like, you're going to do it, right? Yeah, I told you I would. <laughs> I just haven't had I, time yet. And I've had a busy right, no, no, but I, <laughs> Right, but I was, just, I was just saying it like, see, Kim's going to do it. Like, everybody could do it. You know, it's, it's easy. I mean, this is something you can just do in your car. And I know we all have a feeling on it. I mean, there's no way you don't, even if you're like, hey, I don't really, I, I don't think any of that's going to happen. I can tell you that nobody knows we've talked about this tom's talked about this when we were all gone none of us know what's going to happen but we know that there's a mechanism in place to make a lot of things happen it's just which ones will they pick so there's right. no way to tell what's going to be affected right. but it's it's there to affect you big time so this can't hurt it's 30 to 60 seconds of your time and i made it that easy the dropbox link doesn't require a login nothing good so i mean jessica gave me the thumbs up so i'm gonna i'll play hers real quick okay and then we'll hi i'm linda i'm in the toledo market i've been with doordash a little over two years i'm also a top dasher i enjoy being an independent contractor because it allows me to work when i want to work for how long i want to work on any given day and to accept or decline the orders that will afford me the opportunity to meet my profitability goals. That's why we're in this business, to make money. And without the decision or flexibility to decide what we want to accept or decline, can't make profit. I also multi-app, which adds to my profitability goal. So flexibility is key across the board on all of the gig apps. Sorry, Jessica, I thought that was your <laughs> that was Linda. That was Linda. <laughs> but but again, Linda from Ohio. We got the guy who's an independent trucker from Texas. We got uh Larry from Bowling Green. We got Xander, who you got just Xander, y'all. He's got one up here from LA. We got Bud Soda's got one up there. Of course he does. Uh, you know, like this is powerful stuff, I think. And yeah. Mike knows how to weaponize this against the people trying to do bad things. So he knows he knows how to make this make a statement to the people who are trying to figure out. I'm not really up to date on all this. What? Tell me everything I need to know, and this really will help big time. So, I, I really urge everybody. It's so easy. I would be shocked if a lot of people don't do this. I really would because it's not being used for anything else. It's just being filed away. So if it's like, hey, we need all the people from New York, okay. Here's all the videos. 
I don't know. I mean, you know, when, when I did, when I was talking to Mike, we talked about like, I'm like, I know a lot of these gig workers think their specific voice isn't heard. And I said, you know, well, we've told them to write congressmen. We've got the driver rights thing. We've got uh, new jobs, America and be my own boss and all this. But like, this is really easy. <laughs> this is really easy. And if you tell your story, I mean, if you're listening to these different stories, everybody has different reasons. And even if some of them start lining up, that's still fine. I mean, like one of the things we said you should hit on is multi-apping because Mike and I have both seen that in most states pushing legislation, multi-apping is being trying to be pushed out. And right now, I don't know what that means for us because uh, let's let's, uh, let's get into some DoorDash. <laughs> that would be bad. <laughs> no, I mean it though because I got a few things I want to say about uh, um about DoorDash because uh, I, I don't know I'm I'm really like there's okay let's start with one of the litter, littler things because I don't know if you guys saw but this has been going on for a minute but the Attorney General um, this is is this this is California right yeah Oakland so the Attorney General um, announces settlement with DoorDash investigation finds company violated multiple consumer privacy laws. Now, here's what they did. So I'll just read you just the beginning, just so, just so we can all get that taste going of how DoorDash, their, the ethics behind this company. So California Attorney General Rob uh, Bonta today announced uh, a settlement with DoorDash resolving allegations that the company violated the California Consumer Privacy Act uh, and the California Online Privacy Act, the investigation by the California Department of Justice found that DoorDash sold its California customers' personal information without providing notice or an opportunity to opt out. That's a big deal in California. That's a big, big deal anywhere. <laughs> especially in California where they, I mean, they have specific laws. I mean, we don't have a specific law against that in Texas. They have a specific law against that in California. Yeah, but I mean, look, if, if it's bad enough when it's us, the drivers, this is the customers. Yeah. But it doesn't surprise me. Remember when I yeah. talked about what was it called? What was it called that DoorDash did like that hidden group that was supposed to get like it was all oh. like a petition. But yeah, anyway, didn't Soda do part of that or something. I don't I have no idea. Um, but part of the verbiage that no one read about was um we try to keep your information um protected, but kind of like oops, if it happens, you know, we can't protect against everything. It's the internet. Like it's almost like the verbiage almost sounded like that. Like it kind of reminds me of like, oops, by the way, we're selling your information. I'm sure it's in fine print somewhere. Well, see, I'm I'm thinking of back to like, okay. Um, Uber in 2018 or 17, 18, when they got caught uh, being hacked for 59 million accounts. It's crazy. And what did they do? Did they go to the FCC? Did they go to any of these uh, government agencies? No. They hired a teenager to cover it up. It worked for about a month and then they got caught. Paid a bunch of fines. Lewandowski went to jail for a little bit. Um, but I mean, like, this, their their first instinct is cover it up, guys. 
but my point is is that like these are the customers they're you know <laughs> i i it's just it blows my mind kim you've worked in the service industry before this kind of work too it blows my mind that people that a company has the balls to say listen yeah we're going to overcharge you on everything you want to do on this app we're also going to sell all your information and we're not going to give you an option to opt out unless we get caught. I just thought of it. I'm, it was dashing roots or dasher roots, something like that. And I don't know. That was the name I, of I, the I, it's just like, dashers. you know, the, that's just like one story today. It's just like, you know, they're constantly, it's, it's one thing after another. It just, ne it really never ends. That's crazy. I know. Right. Um, <clears throat> There's also there's also a thing about these uh, um, that Uber's uh, this is weird because there were two stories. There's Uber. There's Dara, CEO of Uber, saying um, we pay our drivers awful again. Remember when we talked about that before? Well, he's doing that again. He's saying we pay you awful. Those stories are out today. And at the same time, there's a there's an article about all untipped rides will receive a thirty percent automatic tip. This is a new thing that drivers are doing telling customers if you don't tip it don't worry about it it adds 30 percent. so it gets the customer to go in there and tip now i used to have my own strategies not quite to that level it's actually but kind like, of so funny at the same time here, but here's a comment from dara <laughs> and in the same day of the news cycle the other comment from dara was i can't believe our drivers are doing this what are you talking about you Honestly? just said you treat them like crap Honestly, Come that's on. a better idea, to be honest with you, than striking <laughs> or protesting. Like, if they got every driver to say that to their customers, like, that would literally hit Uber in the pocket. Like, actually, that's pretty it's really ingenious if you really want to hit Uber. Like, that to me, that's better than a strike or a protest. Sure. But, you're, but you're very likely to be deactivated. Yeah. Any customer calls you and you're done. You yeah, are. I'm just a, saying, though, I yeah, think it's more one. effective than what happened last week. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> what happened last week again? <laughs> exactly. Um, and that's my point. <laughs> but, Christopher Taylor gifted uh, five oh. memberships. Oh, nice. Oh, thanks, Thank Christopher you. Taylor. I wasn't on the I, guys. I wasn't on the comment side. I was on the notes side. Thank you, Christopher Taylor. I appreciate that. What's up, Gigaholic Rex? Oh, Jessica was the video. Okay. That was you. Okay. <laughs> There's an alias going on somewhere. But thank you, Jessica. That was, I thought, very well done. Um, so I challenge all of you to beat Jessica or do as well as she did. <laughs> Make it video. Bar high. <laughs> We're going to beat Jessica? That's not nice. <laughs> No, 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 no. <laughs> Hi, Jessica. Aspire to be Jessica. Okay. She set All the right. bar high for everybody. <laughs> she set the bar really high, guys. So like, do, and, yeah. Try and do your best. <laughs> um, but, Kim, I know I asked you, and I know I was on the road. You talked about it, I think, a little bit last night. So maybe mm -hmm. I'll let you kind of lead off with this one a little bit because I was looking into this and uh this doordash and seattle thing and specifically yes. doordash 
Yeah, so there's kind of two different articles going on, so to speak, about it. But we're weeks later, months later, since Seattle passed the new law of paying, uh, you know, average hourly wage. And now And, and remember, everybody... people, this is delivery. Rideshare has been going on like that for like a year and it was working okay. So this is this is food delivery. Yeah. Um, and now like DoorDash is kind of saying, I told you this was gonna happen, like we're losing money. And then the drivers are like, Well, we're not making any money, reverse it back. So there's like a whole huge thing happening there was an article about drivers um giving their testimonials like they're not making rent they're making significantly less amount of money like it's become a real <clears throat> a real issue and then there was a doordash article this past week basically saying well we told you this was going to happen we told you that by doing this this was going to happen but I'm going to speak more to the DoorDash side because I call BS on this. Like I, they're contributing to the problem and they're yet they're crying that there's a problem. Like yeah. they, because of the hourly rage, they made customers pay more in fees, which now customers aren't ordering as much. They're now charging restaurants more commission fees off of their bottom line. So now restaurants aren't making as much. So people aren't ordering Drivers aren't making money. They're not paying their dollar per hour because no one is active on the platform. Like it's just um, a mess going on. But I, I feel like it's really funny. The article that DoorDash actually put out themselves, like it was almost like they're like wiping their hands clean. Like it's almost like, no, we we're, we have nothing to do with it. Like you're the cause of the problem. Like really? I just. Why are you looking at us? We're like a we're like a legit company, like treating people well. Like, like hey, we DoorDash. told you this was going to be an issue. But yeah, you didn't need to make it a bigger issue than what it is and on top of that they got rid of the dash now feature i mean the scheduling feature so now yep. every driver known to man can just go on the app no matter what they want and flood the seattle market like it's not... and that and that right there is the biggest problem that leads to a it's lot a of big, these testimonials yeah i mean look we 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 i think we all know this tier system's bs the ar is bs but the problem is is they're so oversaturated i mean we're we used to say oversaturated i don't even know what to call it anymore but this is proof now you can just da everybody can dash anytime so now there's no orders going around because they've increased the fees they've increased the prices they up the menu prices again so i mean they literally and if you guys remember sergio and i were questioning whether prop 22 money was actually they found a way to make money on prop 22 which is really sick you guys but we broke that down and there's a way that potentially that's happening yeah and it's, up here it's, it's they've made it so ugly i think they really are just hoping on like the repeal of it like look you're gonna get rid of this because our volume is down so it's yeah, weird. It's, it's almost like they're like... putting the, the pressure on the city mm -hmm. saying like, hey, listen, our business is down there. Like, we don't care. You guys weren't doing it right. And they're like, OK, well, all your all these drivers don't have work. Well, they don't have work because you're causing it. Like, I just. Right. But DoorDash is causing it. Like, that's Seattle what I'm saying. Like, DoorDash is causing it. Yeah. If I mean, this ever, it, um... honestly, 
if this ever something like this came to like my own market and I know it's possible anywhere, like I would be as a driver, I would be screwed. Like I'm so oversaturated right now in where I'm at and like where I used to work that a like door, like having top dasher is like my one saving grace that I can just dash now whenever I want. If every driver in like New Jersey could just dash now whenever they want, man, nobody would be making money. So I don't ever do the traveling and dashing. Those people who come to your market, Kim, yeah. are if they're top dashers, can they dash in Jersey even if they're from New yeah. York? Yeah. yeah. Like you don't even have to be in your area to no. dash any time. I can take a trip to Florida and I can dash whenever I want in Florida. I can take a trip to Colorado and dash whenever I mean that I want. that used to be such a nice thing to think about that like you can do this now I feel like dude this is getting abused because people in their markets are getting so oversaturated they're moving to the other markets and killing it for other people exactly. so it's I mean it really is bad and it's so here here it is in a quick breakdown because there's other articles out there but um so the recent uh enacted legislation to help app they say app-based delivery drivers which is again what it is receive fair wages uh instead of hurting delivery drivers uh it says seattle's app-based worker minimum payment ordinance which is also known as i think it's called pay up is what it's also referred to hmm. um and the app-based worker paid sick and safe time ordinance went into effect january 13th so the the app-based worker minimum payment ordinance requires network companies to pay the greater of a minimum per minute amount of 44 cents and a minimum per mile amount of 74 cents or a minimum per offer of $5. So if everybody followed that, nothing can be under five. Um, and you have to, if if the order itself doesn't pay more than... 44 cents a minute and 74 cents a mile. And that's not including tips. So this is why DoorDash has said, you know what? Let's hit the customers with all the fees. Because this is, I mean, if you think about how much that would cost. Um, ridiculous amount of money. Yeah. I mean, they have no choice but to raise the, I mean, this is, that's like, to me, that's pretty crazy. I mean, you're talking about, you know, if you're doing like, if you, okay. For example, if you're going 60 miles uh, to deliver food, I mean, I guess, you know, maybe that's not the best example, but I mean, you're making like what a dollar 18 like per mile. Yeah. I mean, I know we all look for like local $2 mile minimums, but I don't see how this really helped in the rideshare world. It helped a lot, but then there's the other part of it. The app based worker paid and safe and safe time ordinance. I don't know why safe time. I don't, <laughs> but um, allowed uh, so that this is the other part of it allows app based workers to accrue one day um, of paid sick and safe time for every 30 days within um, one work related. Uh, okay. Or with it. Yeah. So for as long as, you get one day as long as you've within 30 days, as long as you've made one stop in Seattle. So it's not even based on, are you working full time? Anything it's, have you, did you make a food delivery? Did you pick a customer up or drop them off in Seattle? If you did, if you did even one, you get an accrued day. 
I mean, to me, that's weird. Like, so I could go do one dash a month in Seattle and get an accrued day where I'm paid for the whole day. (laughs) I'm sorry. There's no other limitations on it, guys. I wish I had more to say. Like, yeah, there's these other requirements, but there's not. They thought this was a good idea. Um, so then it says, however, the new laws are not helping the city's uh, local gig economy. And then it gives a couple examples. You know, there's this Heather Nielsen. So and some of these people were the ones who wanted this stuff, too. But it's uh, she says uh, an app based delivery driver uh, based in Seattle. Um, uh, orders like DoorDash and Uber Eats have dropped considerably since the laws were enacted in January. Companies like DoorDash have implemented regulatory response fees. Um, in response to the new laws causing orders to jump considerably to the cost of the customer. Um, she went further to say, you can be out there for 8 to 12 hours a day waiting for an order to come in, and you might get two in a day. And then there's um, another person who said uh, um, uh, they, they wanted to be anonymous, but they said it took three hours before they got their first order downtown Seattle on a Tuesday. For one. Um, another worker said that, uh, and this one showed their earnings for the month for this last Monday, in which they earned $24 for three trips during seven hours of app time. That's crazy. Um, so I guess my point is like, is is this helping you guys? Because I don't, I I just see nothing but pain out of this. <laughs> no. I mean, I know that they were really excited, and I know everybody gets really excited when there's a change, and you think that change sounds good. Like I think the same thing in New York. New York, they're you know they're now learning that this didn't do anything for this is killing us. You know. And it's hard to get on there. It's a little different there because it's hard to get on there. It's hard to get even able to work. And then when you can, they're still not even work. And then they've even said they'll throttle you at 65%. Yeah. So the $30 an hour that are that you are potentially able to earn at 50 cents a minute, they'll throttle you at 65%, which keeps you at $18. <laughs> Something like this company, guys, I, I don't know, Mike, like Mike and I were talking about, this This is a W-2 now that I don't, I don't even know if it's not just misclassification. I hate to say that, but I feel like it's really time for DoorDash to look at this because things could get real. Nobody knows how real and where they'll direct it. But I can tell you this, like Kim State, my state, they're taking aim at gig apps, but they're really take they hate DoorDash. They hate, all the states hate DoorDash. They feel like DoorDash is the pinnacle of the horrible examples. Because they're slimy. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's, it is horrible. But, I mean, and, and, I mean, like, it's, I don't know. It's, it's ridiculous. It's, <laughs> there was another one, too, that I had here that was, uh, um... Do we know any content creators in the area? Just uh, Zach, I think, is the closest one that we know, but he obviously people in Seattle. What? I know a couple of rideshare drivers who do food delivery in Seattle too. Who do and both? Did you hear from them 
they're they've just been doing a lot of ride share since these mm. went into effect. And I think on the look, so you know, I I think that these some of these places get ahead of themselves because the ride share one, I I don't really know if I can argue why that shouldn't be under the TLC. I think Zach was saying the other day that like, say you order something for like $12, making this up like a Chinese meal or pad thai or whatever, it actually ends up costing you like $40 after everything is said and done after all the extra fees and everything that's going on over there. So a $12 so meal becomes much. like $40. Or yeah, more. That's insane. Yeah. Was he saying tip too, or is he just saying just there? I don't know whether he was saying tip two. I just I just know that he was saying it was. Well, I mean, and that, and that's the other thing too, Kim. And you know this tipping's after the fact now. Yeah, you can't. I don't know whether it's, Seattle though. Seattle didn't do tipping after. They didn't. No. I don't know that it's they only didn't. New York City. Okay. Yeah, I researched um, it. I mean, unless they okay. changed it since I researched it a couple weeks ago, but as far as I know, they're not doing the tipping after. Yeah, I thought they did that too. But regardless, I mean, they're doing, it doesn't matter what, it, to me, we're at a point, it doesn't matter what they're doing. They're going to do evil stuff to the degree it's going to hurt you. No matter, if you get really excited about one of these changes coming, I mean, I know there's people in California who will debate me on Prop 22, but that's, again, I have to say that's because Prop 22 wasn't, nobody <laughs> knew there would be a pandemic. No. So I have delivery people with, weren't really taken into account on that one. The problem I have with this is most honest companies, if they really didn't like what a city was doing or regulations, they would have played hardball and said, if you do this, we're pulling out and we're not going to do business in the city if they were an honest thing. But in my opinion, DoorDash saw a money-making opportunity with all these fees and charging all the merchants. And I just think they saw it as a money-making opportunity and it's like, oh, this is what we're going to do. And when if people complained about it, we're just going to be like, oh, told you so. Yeah. And I think we're, we're, you know, we've talked about this too, but I think we're hitting a point where it's like, you know, like we've always said, like, how do you audit these? How would you audit Uber? And like, now it's like, yeah, we don't really know what the algorithm does. So you can go in there and check it out. But, and so like, if they were to get audited, I mean, it's probably the epitome of like digital cooked books. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. here's the algorithm we want you to read. Can I give a, a slightly different approach on this, Steve? Please. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not disagreeing with you, Kim. I'm not saying you're wrong, <laughs> but at the same time, what did you expect? Yeah, I mean, the, these guys. This is what they do. They're there to make the money. They're going to make the money anywhere they can. From the very beginning, I said, "Go ahead and do this and watch it fail." I didn't know exactly what was going to make it fail. That DoorDash turned out to be a bunch of you know profit loving scumbags. Yeah, that was my point. Is that something like Very that? Well said. Yeah, that something like that was going to get in the midst of all of this. This is what happens when you have government trying to control the gig economy. This is what happens. You, yeah. You're asking for this kind of thing, so. Yeah, I see. I see what you're saying, DoorDash. Bad, you know, bad on you. But let's put the blame where the blame really belongs, and that still goes back to them passing these insane laws to start with to try and control the rest of us because they have to have control. 
how dare us want to go out and do things outside of their control. And, you know, if it wasn't DoorDash, it would be somebody else doing something like this. DoorDash is not the cause of the problem. They're a symptom. The cause still goes back to those who are trying to influence their might on on us. And that's the part we got to keep fighting back. You know, DoorDash, yeah, okay. But but what did you expect? They're, they're a multi-billion billion dollar company trying to get every penny they can. Show me the company that's not doing that. They're all doing that. Yeah, yeah. You know, so that we happen to figure out what they're doing here and how it sucks. I still go back to that. They're not the number one problem. They're just. No, but Tom, even you and I used to talk about like we, you and I were no offense people, but we, we weren't targeting any town, but we always were like, I really do hope they pull out of a state. We need to see this play out. We need, we need somebody to really blow this thing up. And I mean, DoorDash went a different way than I expected, but I would love for some company. I mean, one of these guys. I think the problem there, though, is is that DoorDash knows if, okay, we'll pull the plug on on Washington. They know that then Uber becomes God. Yeah. I mean, it would almost be hard to get back into the market. I'm sure they'd do okay. but If they did honest business, they would actually partner with Uber and say, hey, guys, let's partner together. Let's pull out together. But they would never do that. Well, they they do do that. The Flex Association is Uber, Lyft, Instacart, DoorDash, Grubhub, Uber Eats. They they would be. But I've never seen all of them pull out of a city besides what Texas that one time. But that's what I'm saying. We've never seen them pull out of a state anywhere, any of them. Right. That's what we need to have happen. I think that's what needs to happen. Yeah, we need to have this thing. Like the next state that's going to do it. Like, you know what? Just shut them down. So, well, DoorDash is getting what they deserve, though, at the end of the day. I mean, I know it's a, impacting those drivers, and I feel bad for them. But, um, you know, at the end of the day, they're all losing. They're all losing. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, <laughs> you know, we're well past the – I think we all recognize it is, you know, we know it's a luxury service. We know it's available on demand. We know there's options. They've increased the prices. As Lou as Lou from Long Island Dash Experience says, and I agree with this wholeheartedly, I think there was an addiction that was created during the pandemic mm-hmm. um, where people are now have a, as he says it, like there are, he, he like, <laughs> we did a live and he said, here's what everybody should do. Don't use the apps. He goes, I know from my standpoint, that doesn't help me. And I'm telling you, don't use these apps. You can't afford them. It's really sad to hear him say that, but that's, you know, um, he thinks that people are addicted. He thinks that they don't even recognize how much they're spending and their accounts are tied to them. And I'm not saying I fully agree with it, but I definitely see where he's coming from. Sure. Um, uh, Steve, can we push in the clutch? And uh, we we don't have a lot of time left, but there are a couple other subjects that I was hoping we tackle tonight. Yeah, let me before we switch. Can I let me do, guys? These videos, please, please, please submit. Here, here's one. Here's uh, um, here's Bud Sodas, and then we'll go into those other topics. But please do one of these, thirty to sixty seconds. That's it. It's easy. Hello, my name's Johnny. 
So I work uh, mainly the Watertown, Fort Drum area and the Utica, Rome, New York area. I have also worked uh, in New York State, Augensburg, Oswego, and the greater Syracuse area. I occasionally still go there. Uh, I love independent contract work because it lets me have the versatility to go there. I even went to St. Louis, a city I've always wanted to visit because of this kind of work. It's very important that we preserve it and keep the integrity of it. In fact, we should strengthen the base of it because that's the true entrepreneurial spirit of Americans. And it's a good way to get a leg up for people to start their own business. Please support independent contractorship. Thank you. Good one. Liked it. That was really good. good you guys, I think every, this is these, if you guys aren't, if you're going out, oh, these suck, then I guess I don't know what to tell you because I think these are very powerful. They are. I mean, much more than like reading somebody's email. No. You this hear it straight different. from, straight from yeah. the driver's mouth. So Tom, what do you got? So um, mine, we, we didn't have this on the list, but at least here in Houston, I know some other big cities across America, I became alert at 530 this morning that we had a major issue. Um, I do uh, gig work both in, in driving these days and also in, uh, in another realm as well. And one of the pe people I worked with came running in and said, I've been trying to reach you for the last hour but I can't because my phone's been shut off and I don't know why because I paid my bill. It turns out in Houston, most of AT&T was down until about 2 p.m. today, which mm -hmm. meant that most Uber and Lyft drivers in Houston trying to do rideshare were not able to do their work between about 3 a.m. and 2 p.m. I know other cities were impacted, too. I know Houston was most impacted because that that uh, well whatever whatever the problem was seemed to uh, start in Houston and then spread spread from here, so it was a total mess in the rideshare world in Houston today. I'm a T-Mobile guy, so I, I I was not impacted at all, but I know other people. All they got they can, they can make one call and that was SOS to call nine one one. So they had to go on TV and plead with people. Yes, we know your phone is turned off right now. Please quit calling 911 to see if your phone works. 911 was overwhelmed with all these people trying to call to see because that was the only number that worked was 911. So they all called 911 to see if their phone worked. Yeah, I think it, it, a lot. I think it affected a lot of the country today. I don't have AT and T either. I have T Mobile. The same with you, yeah. but it didn't. I was not affected, but it affected a lot of people today. So I wonder how many necessary 911 calls didn't get through. You have to wonder. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I would imagine a lot. Begging people, please, yeah. please, please. We know you're frustrated. We know your phone doesn't work. Calling 911 to test your phone is not the right idea. But that was the only number that, you know, and, and people are trying to reach their family members and they're trying to do their jobs. And a lot of us live on our phones to do our jobs. Thank you, Thomas Mathis. Yeah. Um, you know, it, 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 what a mess. But I've talked about this before, Steve. Remember when we went over the, the biggest challenges in technology facing uh, the gig economy, and this was right up there near the top? I believe this to be a microcosm of what could really happen. Imagine if all of our phones were down for 
a week, 10 days, two weeks. And then, oh, Tom, oh, they can have I'm telling you, this is a huge vulnerability in, in the, the entire U.S. system, not just the gig economy, across our entire system where yeah. – um, and if you don't think China and Russia are spending every dime they possibly can to figure out how to turn off our internet for an extended period of time, you don't you don't understand what's what modern warfare is all all about. Yeah. This and they're saying this was just a software bug. We had reports earlier today it was a denial of service attack. We had reports that it was uh, solar flares, and now AT and T is saying it's a software bug. I don't think we'll ever really know the truth. I have my own suspicions, but um, yeah. I don't want to come across as a. Uh, um, but it's interesting because I got um, an alert also today that there was a cyber attack on pharma, like a pharmaceutical company too, that it affected like thirty thousand like um, pharmacies throughout the United States. So, like you have the AT and T thing going down, you have pharmaceutical companies being attacked. Like it's it it's be, very it coincidental. Attacked. It happened almost at the same time. Just keep your fingers crossed on the grid, or else we're all going to be living in Cheyenne's house. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're gonna swap over to Shiana. <laughs> yeah. Do you have extra couch space? <laughs> I do. For all of us, all of North America. I mean, this thing—it's gonna fall like dominoes, and you heard it here first. I mean, yeah. Again, I gotta say to the grid because, it, as Tom says that, I'm not trying to go down rabbit holes, but to be honest, we know that's a thing too. They're going after our grid yeah. as well. Yeah. So anyway, a big mess. I don't, I, again, I don't your mileage may vary depending on where you were in the States today, but I know Houston, big old mess on the, I, I, I it was funny cause I went, I went to Facebook at one point to figure out, you know, if people were like, you know, being impacted by this. And I realized they can't go on Facebook to say they're no. impacted by this. No. Exactly. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. They're sitting out there at the parking lot at the airport they can't do anything except yeah, call, can't call, do anything. call 911, you know? So they oh, can't I'll, be, I'll be honest with you guys. I have AT&T, and here's why. Because here in Colorado, in the backcountry, it works much better than Verizon yeah. and the others. Yeah. But if you said the SOS feature worked, why didn't they, like an Amber Alert, why didn't they send through, hey, dummy, your phone's out, we know it, don't call 911? Like I said, there's... In the days ahead, we're going to find out more about what really happened today. But you know, but never was my phone down today. And I was in New Mexico into Colorado. Was it just it, where it I was? was? It, it wasn't affected? Yeah, it was mostly big cities. Houston, Chicago, Dallas. You don't think Albuquerque is uh, a big city? Uh, <laughs> truth or consequences, New Mexico, no, not on the list. Not on the list. I got the list here. No, not I don't even think they had a cell tower to be on. <laughs> Gigaholic Rex said under 70,000 uh, customers were affected. So I know he's in the tech space. Well, but that's a lot. <laughs> you know? No, 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 no. no. Uh, yeah, the, the, it was it was more than that. Yeah. So maybe are you talk, just talking about San Antonio, Rex? I say I thought it was closer to like millions of people. Yeah, because I was just gonna yeah, say it's it, like those, that was seventy thousand com complaints. <laughs> I'm serious. Seventy thousand complaints. How did they complain? Nothing was. It, it was messed up. 
Oh, well, it's just nationwide so, check news. No, I used my phone to call AT&T to figure out what was going on. And then another guy came in and said, hey, you guys hear AT&T is down? We're like, yeah, well, okay, now that explains it. Yeah. <laughs> but it uh, also just goes to show how reliant we are to our phones and, you know, social media and all the other yeah. stuff. As yep. of three o'clock this afternoon, it says no indication of malicious cyber activity. So so far, so far. But that's what is of that? course, but they're not going to say that. Statement? You think they'd be like, "Hey, we had cyber attacks." Yeah. <laughs> they're never going to say that. But it's the like, FCC it's like DoorDash. is investigating it's like it. DoorDash selling your information and saying, "Sorry, we don't really care about you, the customers." Like patron our business, and we're selling your stuff. it's like okay um but yeah i mean we covered private i mean this is all just this week privacy laws they they, and this is one area they're probably doing it everywhere they're gonna about to get caught other places Um, but he might be right though because it does say that it peaked today at seventy four thousand. it's still the latest figure is steep fall from the peak of 74,000 AT&T customers report reporting. I mean, those are the only people who reported it. So I don't know. Right. 70, we had 70,000 reports, not 70,000 down. Right. Cause I mean, like what about people who are at W I know people who are at W2 zoo because of what cell phones are today, they're not allowed to have their cell phones in sight. Like when they're at work, you can't have your cell phone out because I'm pretty sure you're not doing work. <laughs> so, I mean, my point is, is like, who knows who didn't have their phone on them? Not all of us are doing gig work with our phone in our hand all the time. So, um, but yeah, I mean, regardless of how many it was, it doesn't matter. I mean, like 70,000 is a lot. And I would think an SOS call goes out to that. I mean, like Tom said, if they can access the SOS feature, that means they still have that Amber Alert channel too. They should be able to use that for you guys. Because my biggest concern when Tom said it immediately was how many 911 calls that were very urgent didn't even get a response time. That's so scary. But that's the kind of thing that, I mean, like, think of like, I mean, I don't want to say a grid outage because then you were just screwed. But um but think about some kind of like uh, any kind of thing that like just disrupts somebody's day like your cables out you're calling 911 kind of thing it's like my cables <laughs> out like dude like, shut up like yeah. we're dealing with gunshots oh, right right i mean people I would like, hate to be i would hate to be a 911 agent that's the only thing i'm saying i would just oh, and, and, and the worst part being you have to go through that that hey this is 911 how can i help you and hear people going, yeah, my phone doesn't work. Shut You're like, what? Up. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. I, I just, I, I, I know that's a job that I just would not want to have. Yeah. Well, you know, Steve, that was Bill's job as he helped build out the 911 system here in Houston. Oh, yeah. Our old buddy, Bill. Yeah. Chopper Bill. Chopper Bill. <laughs> um. Yeah, so uh, I thought I had one last thing here I was going to hit on, but while so we I had I told you guys I had five. We got one more, and it's another person that we know. Again, guys, please do these. I mean, if you missed the one, if you joined us late and you missed the ones in the beginning, 
those were the first one was I thought was very powerful. Larry's was very good. They're all good in their own right. But now here's Xander, who we all know, or most of us know. He's in L.A. And one of the biggest uh, strengths for me in being an independent contractor is the ability and also the fact that I can do this whenever I want, the flexibility behind it, meaning I can turn off one app or multiple apps at any time if I have other prior engagements that I require my assistance or my presence. Right. So let's say if I had a personal appointment um, and I needed to take off, guess what? I can just shut off my apps and go do whatever it is I need to take care of. Even and doctor's appointments, I have the ability to uh, turn the app off or, like I said, multiple apps off, go and do my thing, whether it be for myself, my mother, my wife or my children. It gives me that uh, flexibility at the end of the day. And I don't have to report to anybody or call anybody and say, hey, I need time off. So, yeah, that is why I choose to remain an independent contractor. I don't know, guys. These are so powerful to me. Like, when ta when 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 um when i was when mike and i were discussing this idea and i was telling him what i was thinking he was like wait this is genius and he's like he went and looked and he deals with taking legislation from congressmen in dc and rewriting it into more um readable terms sometimes and things like that and he's done this for many years and he he's he came back to me after i told him the idea the next day and said i looked this has never been done there's not a video archive of anything being fought where like in this case like where this kind of thing is being fought with with real people real videos telling their story and again guys keep them positive but please like i really really it'll make me feel really good if tomorrow morning i wake up and there's 10 more in there even just 10 like let's keep building on this you know i'm gonna push kim and Cheyenne and tom to make sure anything they do they're saying it <laughs> And giving this link out um, because I think it's that important. I really do. I mean, knowing all the legislation going on and knowing that we've already said try driverrights.org. Uh, we've said go to New Jobs America, sign either of those, contact your congressman. We've, we've tried that. And I know some of you did, but I think this is the easiest way. You don't have to have a gig channel. You don't have to make it a video. It can be audio. And just submit it to the Dropbox that I pinned at the top. Um, I'll also put it, if you're watching on the replay, I'll also put it in the comments and I'll pin it to there. And it's also in the show notes. So just, just go to it. Just make a video on why you like being an independent contractor, what it does for you. Do you multi-app? Does it help you be a parent? Um, is it just flexibility? It, what is it? You know, just the positive part of it and why you wouldn't want to lose it. And if you're one of the people who wants to be an employee, then this isn't for you. And I'm just going to put it that bluntly because this is not this is about not being an employee and having our freedom because under every just guys 
We've said this, but I just need to make it very clear. Under any circumstance where employee or franchise model happens, any of you that think that the flexibility sticks around are crazy. Even if it, even if they make it sound like it does, it leaves. Like what's happening in Seattle. Those drivers did 10 times better before they gave them that legislation. And now they're begging to have the legislation recalled. They and and remember, a lot of people in Seattle were stoked about it. They were like, Oh, I can't wait till this comes. It's been helping rideshare drivers. I just can't wait. Really? Really? <laughs> like, <laughs> okay. You know, none of it's worked so far. I don't know what you're um, Ellen. It should be, is it not pinned to the top of she said, What is oh, or Chris said, text me the link. I will, Chris, but it's also should be pinned at the top of uh of the YouTube. Yeah, okay. Um, but Ellen, there is no deadline. But here's the thing: Mike and I are trying to get as many as we can together before the end of the month, and then the second deadline is as many as possible two to three days before March 11th when the real change happens. Obviously, they can keep rolling in after that, too. I mean, don't there isn't a deadline, but the sooner the better. If you guys can get one of these in there, it is it really if if, if you were watching any of those, I mean, to me, every one was powerful. So everyone I'm watching that's coming in is like, man, this is this one story is enough to sell me on why this needs to stay. <laughs> and then I watch another one and he's got a different story or she's got a different story. And I just like the the way it's coming across because people are putting a little passion into it too. It's hard not to. It's hard not to make this video and and not care, you know, like. But keeping it positive is key. And I agree with Mike on that. He's got a lot of uh, practice in all this. And he said, if you turn it negative, it almost isn't helpful to the cause. So um, with that said, I don't know. I'm, I'm a... Uh, I'm off the road for a lot of hours doing curry. So I'm a, I'm a little, I'm, I'm like how Kim gets at the end of these usually. <laughs> Kim usually oh, there was two things that I wanted to say. Um, I just got the email from DoorDash today saying that the 90% completion rate that you guys got. Oh, welcome to the club. Was, yeah, it's coming here. Did you get um, this pay cut along with it? Oh my God. Well, it didn't mention anything yet about a base pay cut. It just, just mentioned wait, the it'll, it'll come in two days. It'll but, come. but maybe it won't, Kim, because they don't get the tips like we do either. What do you mean? Well, I mean, I know you can, but I don't I I don't know if we've ever done like the straight up comparison, but I think when the whenever we talk about it, I feel like you don't have the amount well in these days. We don't either. <laughs> <laughs> we used to. <laughs> No, but you get the 90%, at least this is the way it got rolled out when it came to my area. It was 90% completion rate, and then it was either the next day or the day after. Then it became you got earned by time, and then you got a base pay cut. So just be on the lookout. It like literally oh. came like one after another. So just a okay, fair well, warning. Hopefully but, they skip that part for us. But here, here's my thing. Isn't... And I know that the change can be abrupt, but isn't I'm being I'm just being honest here. Isn't ninety percent fair? I don't yeah, ninety percent. Totally I don't fair. usually agree with DoorDash, yeah. but listen. Yeah. If out of every hundred, you're unassigning ten, that's a lot. Yeah, ninety percent is totally fair. 
Like, but I don't, don't, I don't see it. anything I mean, wrong it just, it. you know, again, I think there's a responsibility on the DoorDash side, too. You know, like, yeah. be transparent. And we won't yeah. have to unassign. Yeah, you I know, think there's, it's a, there's totally a trade-off fair. here, but um, I don't know. I mean, we've had that here for a while. Ours switched months ago. Yeah, yeah. Mine was in October um, or something like that. Yeah, probably so, but same, yeah same that was the time. least. Uh, like to be honest, ninety percent was the least of the concerns of everything they rolled out all at the same time. So it's like a ripping what, up. What were the other ones that changed? I'm hoping that they end here. Um, it was <laughs> earned by time, base pay cut, um, stacked orders. You now get two dollars for both orders. So it's basically buy one get one free or a dollar per. <laughs> stacked order however you want to look at it um they they cut it there too um trying to think what else it was all like came out at the same time all came out at the same it was all big one huge email you know yeah. here's here's what i got to say to this is that like i said most of the legislation i'm reading it definitely look at guys it's looking at all the gig apps it doesn't look at the at the like off-brand ones as much Okay, it really doesn't. It, and a lot of those do operate a lot differently. But it a lot of the legislation wants a couple things that I honestly think a lot of you will not like, but I'm not so much against it. Like caps. Market caps are going to become a thing in a lot of markets. Um, they're And they're going to get... And the cities and, and states have figured out major fines. So like if on a... You know, it's like PARS. Um I was putting it into taxi perspective, like, you know, like um, when I, uh, Tom, when we had the the taxi stand guys on the radio show. Um, so one of them uh, works in New York, but it also worked in uh, Fort Lauderdale or something. And he was saying like how on a weeknight, 1500 cabs are allowed to be on Fort Lauderdale streets on a weekend, 2200 are. Now, after that, nobody can get on. And so what does Uber do? How did they hurt the taxi industry? They allowed 7,000 to go on on any given night and put these under. But now they're saying, well, no, that same TLC stuff that we're trying to get you under in other states, like that's going to also include caps. Like, and so like if, if you know, if Uber's like, we like 4,000 Ubers in Fort Lauderdale on a Friday, they might say, well, your new cap is 1,500. And then they now have, these states are pushing to have not control of their algorithm, but they need to have a true number of who's out because they're going to be finding them on a daily basis. And I, I mean, like there's some of these states are saying like, you know, like $110,000 fines per instance. That's I mean, that's, I mean, it doesn't sound like a lot to us, but like we know these companies will abuse it and cross that line a bunch of times. That'll add up real quick. <laughs> but I wouldn't mind caps. I no, that's said, what I'm. That's what I'm, I'm saying. To me, I'd rather they like tell me it's less. dead, and yeah. I just don't go out. Then I go out, and I'm sitting in my car and doing nothing while waiting for an order. But see, remember the original rideshare model is, and it's just because it's like the race to the bottom. It's like everything. It's like, well, Lyft has a, a a car every two blocks. We need an Uber every block. Like the point was, is we need to be the closest to anybody that might call at any given time. So they don't mind if a hundred times too many drivers are oversaturated. So crazy. But at the same time, like, that's what I'm saying is like, you know, I'm not all about this regulations, but at the same time, some of the things they're asking for are pretty legit. 
I mean, it's not getting into the money parts and stuff. It's more like they're looking ahead for us. Like, and we'll get into some of this in upcoming weeks, but like portable benefits, I believe that's one of the biggest things that should be fought for because a lot of the full timers, you're not even looking at this. Like you're not thinking if you're full time and you're like, this is what, you know, this is what I'm doing for now. I was going to transition out. It didn't really work. I'm back. I've seen that happen with a lot of people. So if this is kind of turning into full-time and going to be full-time, you, you, I mean, you should be thinking about some kind of benefits. And these portable benefit ideas are great, you know? I mean, Salt Lake City had like 11 things on the agenda. Let's do all these things at New York and Seattle. And and Utah said no. And they they discarded them all. And their new proposal is just portable benefits. But they want the company to pay into it for you. So it's a weird system. Like, I, I don't know. I was thinking about how, like, um, how they, again, how they sell our data, but we agree to the chat box that does it. Like, I was thinking, dude, just take half the money you get from selling my data and get me portable benefits. Put that into <laughs> my portable benefits. Then I don't care if you're, then in fact, I'm like, go sell my data more. Go get me more money. <laughs> You know, because aren't we Uber partners? Yes. <laughs> Tom, I knew you'd like that one. Partners. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. But you guys, I, thank you for joining us tonight. I don't know if any of us have, Kim, you got a last story or anything? A last story? No. Not like story time, but like. <laughs> oh, wait, I had a second one. I forgot. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot I had a second one. Um, skip the dishes. So for anybody in Canada, uh, they also recently changed their app. And uh, the whole interface looks very different. It's very clean. However, what drivers are complaining about now is that whenever you go to accept an order. So before with skip, you had to swipe, which was actually pretty annoying when you just have one hand. So you always have to use that second hand to do it. Now you have to hold on to a button, but you have to keep your finger on it for a while. And they said that's to avoid people from accidentally accepting orders. But drivers are not happy about it because you're literally like sitting there with your phone and you're like, and then it accepts the, that you accepted the order. It makes no sense. Yeah. So yeah, drivers are in an uproar about that in all the Facebook groups with Skip. So I don't know. So what How I mean, I don't even know them? if you've been out since it happened, but what's your take on it? I haven't been out since they changed the UI, but they but knowing did send... what they did. Exactly. Knowing what they did, it'd be annoying for me just because okay. I like with all the other apps, you just like press accept and you're good to go. If you're driving, if you're whatever, if you have the phone in your hand because you have something else in your hand already, the swipe was kind of annoying, but holding like, come on, sometimes you you get the order and like you look at the distance, you look at everything and then you're like, okay, let me accept it. If you only have like two seconds to accept it, you're holding, that's gone. Yeah. You know? So it's, I don't know. How do you guys accept orders for Grubhub? Because it's the same company. <laughs> like, you hear the cowbell and you go, oh. <laughs> and then you look at it and you go, oh. <laughs> Wait, you actually hear cowbells? <laughs> <laughs> No, it's more like just, oh. no, I was one of the, I, you know, Kim, I think you know this. I was one of the one that got, uh, 
mass deactivated and all you had, I mean, it was easier than shipped. All you had to do was call and say, Hey, you made that mistake on me. I didn't even bother. I haven't had a Grubhub order in forever. I'm, I mean, it's, I, I, I know, look, look, I do well with curry in my market, like Ceci in New York. She doesn't do anything but grub. Her. She kills it. And she kills it. I, if yeah. I've said this here before, if I did that, I wouldn't, I'd be dead and homeless. I have a, I have a driver that I know of in my own market and he's a full-time Grubhub driver and he kills it too. And, you know, obviously I pick his brain all the time and it's all about being a premier driver and having, you know, been on the platform for years. And the more you work Grubhub, the more offers they give you. Um, but man, to get to that premier driver status, like I can't, I do, I honestly, I, I can't get on a schedule. I can't get on a block. So, and that's the only way you really get orders. So how are you supposed to become a premier driver if you can't get orders? Wow. But see, this is, again, before we wrap this up, this is what we're going to be facing. We're going to be facing potentially caps in a lot of cities. So get used to it, guys. I mean, it's like the waiting lists. And to be honest, I'm with Cheyenne. I mean, I think, look, I'd rather know. There's just 8,000 drivers out. It's not worth it. You're not going to get anything. Don't waste my time then. Like, let me know that. It's better, honestly, than fighters. I mean, drivers fighting each other for orders. Like, yeah. right. it's so funny. Like, you can see. I always say in my in um, some of the areas I work in that it's like sharks circling the area. Like, you can always point out a driver's car because they're literally just circling around, and it's just like it's like a dog eat dog out world out there. I would rather see less drivers and more orders come to our phones so people can actually make money exactly yeah Yeah. oh nice traveler finally up in syracuse you know the fifth is the big one you got it you got a driver score you should be able to find it by touching your uh your uh picture in the app and it'll have a driver score now if not it might take a day or two but um yeah i mean i'm all for it i'm all for waiting lists though too yeah Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, to me, like I, I've been on waiting lists. I'm okay with that. Yeah, I'd much rather be on a waiting list than them go, "You're approved, start," and like there's no business. I've been on Amazon Flex for two years and still haven't gotten that. <laughs> <laughs> two years. Oh, <laughs> two years. <laughs> Maybe you should contact them. Be like, yeah, I think that's a contact them situation. (laughs) This is a joke. I've emailed them before and they give you the whole same like verbiage. You know, you're on a waiting list when something is available. Yeah, don't worry. You'll be off it soon. Yeah, pretty much. (laughs) Two years later, I'm still on. And I've signed up for it with three different emails thinking that maybe it's. But no, I I. Two years. Two years. So you're on a waiting list for three emails? It took me (laughs) stepping in for Chris Garage, Chris from Rideshare Guy. Yeah. Um, It took me, he contacted me a couple times, and then he's in Buffalo, and he still wasn't on Curry. And he finally sent an email to me that said, Steve, it's been 15 months. (laughs) I sent it to Alice. I was like, come on. I'm like, I know there's a damn waiting list, but what the 
What's up with this? That's long. Maybe and I so need she, to use my newfound Twitter account to um, tweet Amazon Flex. Is that a thing? <laughs> you know, oddly, for any of those that of you that don't know, like if you have a YouTube issue, get on Twitter. You'll get your yeah. question answered like that. Anywhere okay. else, you're not going to get a response or you're going to get auto replies. Twitter well, so is actually pretty good like for, for getting responses from companies. Yeah. Does anybody have an Amazon Flex um, <laughs> connection out there? Yeah, just get on. Yeah, Kim, just time, go on right? Facebook Marketplace and buy one. They're like, pay <laughs> 20 bucks. <laughs> oh, wow. You know? I mean, two years. Document the process and put on your page. <laughs> and the funny thing guys, is i've been on the wait list for just real quick you wanted a story i'll give you a story real quick i've been on the wait list for two years the other day i saw an amazon flex driver and i know it because it says amazon flex driver makes frequent stops right on the car and an eight-year-old kid got out of the car went to the door took a picture for whoever is in the car and got back in i'm like really i can't get on amazon flex and this is what's happening <laughs> Great. The smart people would just have a car behind them and give them the manifest and say, here's where I'm delivering. Just be a mile behind me and take everything. Oh my gosh. <laughs> you wouldn't do it in one. That's just stupid. And I'm not trying to give every, anybody ideas. Don't do that. Don't steal stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Even though the apps piss you off. Remember, it's not the apps. It's the people ordering stuff. So don't steal their stuff. <laughs> I mean, I remember the days when Kim didn't believe me that DoorDashers peed on houses. It's just weird. <laughs> Seriously, that's just weird. <laughs> right, Tom? But, it's just weird. People... <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, I, I don't know, Kim, like, I don't know your town well enough, but I mean, like, have, have you ever been to college towns and stuff like people just walk around in some of those towns just pee on everything so that's pretty like where i live that's not that uncommon that's college it's not like <laughs> i'm not by college it's just to like, adults <laughs> in fact i got a school. like they brought it into adulthood <laughs> I, I got a school across the street i got the denver performing arts school across the street the high school across the street from my house so like if you piss on my house you're actually getting on that pedo list <laughs> What? That's true. You can't you can't piss within 500 yards of a school, or else you go on the pedophile list. Yeah, seriously. Yeah. Well, yeah, you gotta expose yourself, right? <laughs> yeah. Even if school's out, even if it's night. Uh, no, I just go in my pants in front of the school. Just, I don't pull anything out. Just wet myself and walk off. <laughs> that way, I don't get in trouble. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, what you should do is just wear like see-through pants and go pee yourself outside the school. We could have that discussion too. Major League Baseball uniform see-through pants. Go, go look in the ESPN MLB today. You'll see what I'm talking about. Oh what? Yeah. Well, you guys, MLB. This is this is the ending thing. Again, I'm going to plug it. I'm just going to keep doing it for a bit, you guys, because right now is the time to please make a video. They're so easy. Diana, are you going to make a video? If I'm going to make wow. a video? But I'm in Canada. I, I can care. talk about it, but I can't yeah, make I'm a in video. I say I'm in Canada. I'm afraid of this crap coming here. 
Because <laughs> you guys are not... starting to face that stuff. Maybe yeah, we are. Canada one thrown in is going to hurt. Make up a state. They don't have to know where you're. No, no. At. Be honest. Because <laughs> she can. She can attest to. We've talked about it. That they are starting this stuff up there. Yeah, they are in BC. Like, hey, I'm in Canada. I'm afraid that what you guys are doing down there is is gonna a, like a plague, and it's working its way up to me. I don't want yeah. this either. Oh, if I can do that, I'm definitely doing a video. Yeah, sure. Canada never lets a bad idea go by. <sighs> Tell me about it. <laughs> so you guys, please, I know a lot of you, and I know a lot of you watch this live. I know a lot of you watch the replay. So please populate, just populate it. 30 seconds. I'm, I'm Steve from Denver. I'm an independent contractor. I like to remain that way because... I like to work when I want. I raise my son full-time on my own. Um, I do some production work as well, so I need to be able to juggle both. Under no scenario of employment would I be able to do the work I do. That's mine, or that's one I could do. Any, everybody's is their own, and that's the best part. Just your first name, city you're in, and then anything you feel, but keep it positive. And with that, unless anybody has any final last words, I'm going to wrap this up because I've been awake for like two days. There so <laughs> I don't want to start getting too loopy. Thank you guys for joining. As always, uh, if you didn't smack that like on the way out and please, 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 I'm going to keep saying it. Upload a video. As soon as there's like 100 in there, I'll start slowing down saying it. But until there's 100, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to annoy you guys with it. Not just here, like everything. <laughs> make a video a day about it i don't care i think it's that important i do and we are all looking for how can we help i've had so many people email i've had so many people reach out from all different socials how can we help okay well I've, we've tried some other things this is the easiest thing we've come up with and it's the and it's the most hard-hitting i think like you'll People who are reading emails that I want to be an employee because I don't hustle and I want to make what the hustlers make. <laughs> okay, that's just stupid. So let's talk about why we want to be independent contractors in a good in a good light. Um, I know that a lot, and here's the last thing I will add to that. I know a lot of you guys want to just attack onto the money. Let's fight this fight first, and then we'll then we can push on some money and some some stuff, but. First is first. Let's let's be independent. They they say we're independent contractors. Let's be independent contractors. Let's tell Congress what what we want. I mean, I only showed five tonight, and I thought they were all moving. We get five hundred. That's pretty impressive. So, with that said, you guys, uh, thank you for joining as always, and uh, look back to seeing. I look forward to seeing you guys next week, and um, yeah. Be safe, uh, earn smart, and uh, be good to each other. And Dropbox a video. Peace.